Hello, I'm Adam Kirby. And I'm Dale Roberts. Welcome to our new podcast series, Woking Spotlight, where we aim to shine a light on some of the bigger political issues and challenges facing our hometown of Woking. This week, Tory cronyism went global in a damning report in the New York Times, Waste, Negligence and Cronyism Inside Britain's Pandemic. The report analyses 1,200 UK government contracts worth $22 billion, half of which went to either friends and associates of the Conservative Party, to businesses with no prior experience, or to businesses that should never have passed any kind of vetting process. In this and future episodes of Woking Spotlight, we ask, are we doing everything we can locally to avoid what we see nationally, where we are seeing Tory jobs for pals, buried reports, secrecy and shabby decision making? And are we also asking what can we do to stop it? What can we do to ensure that Woking's local government is competent, efficient and transparent? We're calling this special series Woking Spotlight with the aim of ensuring decisions being made by Woking Council are taken in the best interests of us as constituents and can be benchmarked against the best of the private sector. Today's guest is a lawyer, Woking Lib Dem councillor and chair of the Woking Borough Council Planning Committee. Welcome to Graham Christie. Thank you for inviting me, Adam and Dale. Graham, we understand that the Lib Dems have recently intervened successfully in a situation that the New York Times might also call waste, negligence and cronyism. We successfully intervened in a backroom proposal to give the retiring CEO of Woking Borough Council, Ray Morgan, a new role. What's the background to that? Ray Morgan is due to retire as Chief Executive of Woking Borough Council when his current contract expires on 31st March 2021. Plans are in place to recruit his replacement. The job specification has been drawn up by recruitment consultants. The vacancy has been advertised and interviews for applicants took place this week. It is anticipated that the new CEO will be appointed early in January. Before the CEO vacancy has been filled, the Conservative group in the Council put forward a proposal that Ray Morgan be appointed as contract manager of the Victoria Square project at a salary of £62,145 per annum, plus unspecified what were called flexible benefits, and that he should be provided with a serviced office, the costs of which not known or are not known at present. Furthermore, the proposal is that it should be a rolling three-month contract, which of course means that it can be extended indefinitely without any scrutiny. The Tories' leadership produced no job description at all, conducted no proper recruitment or selection process. The Tories did not discuss their plans with any other council members, nor did they seek any consensus on the need for the role. So, Graham, what are the Lib Dems' views on this proposal? There is no need for such an appointment. The Victoria Square project already has a project manager provided by the Moyellen Group, and they have performed this task very well since the inception of the project three years ago. The current project manager 
can and should continue to report directly to the new CEO and not via the intermediary of a new contract manager of some sort who just happens to be the previous Woking Borough Council CEO. The Lib Dems and the Council also feel it is totally unreasonable to saddle Woking Borough Council's new CEO with such an appointment just days before the new CEO is appointed. The new CEO must be given the freedom to decide whether he or she wants such a person to be appointed, the terms and conditions of such an appointment, and who that person should be, if anybody. The new CEO could then put his or her proposal to the Council um, for consideration and approval. We believe uh, the best possible candidate to fill the position of the CEO needs to be located, and it should be somebody who can bring a fresh view and strategy to Walking Borough Council. COVID-19 and Brexit have already changed dramatically the whole world in the last year and will continue with further dramatic changes in the new year. The new CEO must not be constrained by past thinking and the old ways of doing things. The Tory councillors are abusing their control of the council by trying to push through this proposal with a grubby secret background deal, no transparency at all and no opportunity for scrutiny by the other councillors. So Graham, what's happened to the Conservative group's proposal? Have the have the Lib Dems successfully pushed it to one side forever? Well, I can't answer forever, but after intensive pressure from the Lib Dem team, the Conservative group withdrew the item from the agenda during the council meeting on the 3rd of December at the last minute. They've indicated that they want to bring it back, but in what context and when, we don't know. I I'm obviously concerned about this, but we have achieved the main objective that it didn't go through and fetter a new chief executive. Graham, that's fantastic news for now on this occasion. But is this the first time we've experienced such incompetent management by the Working Conservative Party? No, it's not the first time by any means. To give you an example, in 2015 and 2019, routine reports by the well-known local government association called a peer group group report identified poor management practices and in fact it also identified the fact there was no succession plan in walking for walking borough council's officers the tories did not volunteer to share the these reports with the wider council and certainly in 2015 and then in 2020, Ray Morgan issued commentaries on these particular reports, focusing on the positive points. No mention at all of the poor management practices, which simply were a disgrace to the borough. Obviously, there was a, a way to do it, and that was to actually take the report's guidance all of the report, not to cherry-pick it. The net result is no succession planning, none whatsoever. So we have a tight time scale, and very difficult for the appointment of a new chief executive from 1st of April. And what are we doing about anything in the way of a cover period? 
a settling in period. Nothing, it seems. It also, the deputy of the executive is due to retire, I understand, as a 31st of March too. And the other high-level executive, the borough solicitor and monitoring officer, now indicates he would like to go, as I understand it, in July. This is obviously of considerable concern. And as far as I'm concerned, much better should have been done. This is a failure by the, the Tory administration and by the senior officers to land us in this situation where we've in a very short time to try and take things forward, especially in CODIV. I think this is very disturbing. So, Graham, is there another issue here? I mean, quite apart from the fact that the Tories were shoehorning Ray Morgan into a job that didn't exist, that there was no consensus for, that would potentially undermine an incoming CEO, we also have a council that don't seem to be prepared for losing three senior leaders in quick succession. I, I agree, Dale. This Ray Morgan role and historical mismanagement practices are adding up to a crisis today, which is totally of the Tories' own making. Not to take into account a 2015 Local Government Association report, and then to bury a 2019 Local Government Association report and not make it available to overview and scrutiny committee, when in fact it requested it, or its task group report, which was in preparation, seems to me to be very bad practice, practice which simply I would not anticipate any local authority or any group would want to follow. It's one where I have grave concerns. If you give bad news, you can deal with bad news, but to bury bad news is not acceptable for either the Tories nor Ray Morgan. The Tories are now in a crisis mode. The recruitment of a new CEO is being left to the last minute. When in fact it could have been, the new CEO could have been eased in with some sort of period whereby in fact they had time to get to know the council, and it's made more difficult in this case because of the fact that the three senior officers are going to go within a short time of each other. The Tories seem to be just preparing secret plans, and this is not acceptable. We are now feeling the impact of the Tories not developing the management team. It was the Tories' responsibility, certainly from 2015, when we had the Local Government Association report, to make sure there was a succession plan and that the officers get on with it. They seem to miss this altogether. It's been mentioned from time to time by myself and by others, but nothing has been done. Who needs to do what to prevent these issues from occurring again? I suggest, Adam, it's time for a change. The Lib Dems could do a lot better than the Conservatives and the Tories who have failed dismally over the past several years. Certainly from 2015, it's been a history of failure, of management and control, leadership, total failure. What we need to do is to make sure that we have a Liberal Democrat administration and in the forthcoming elections, it would make walking us a better place if that was to happen. Well, thank you, Graham. That has been really fascinating and important. Thank you very much, Adam, for inviting me. Well, we would also like to invite you to come next time to talk about the football club and the developments around that, if that would be all right. 
Gratefully accepted. Thank you very much, Adam. Looking forward to it. That was clearly fascinating. But first of all, one thing really stood out to me. We've been speaking about the fundamentals of competent management, but not any of the issues that we hear about from residents in Woking. We mentioned with Graham the palaver, I'll put it that way, around the, the potential developments around the football club. But this is only the start, so we will be planning many more episodes uh, of Woking Spotlight with this approach to investigating. I look forward to more interviews, as we've just had with Graham, and understanding this subject a great deal more. I think it's going to be helpful to everybody in Woking to understand more about what's really taking place. Yeah. So if this is intrigued you and you care about those decisions that impact all our lives locally in Woking, then thank you for downloading and look out for and download the next episode of Woking Spotlight. Stay tuned. Look out for more updates. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you.